As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What was that you were saying, Mom? You didn't recognize me on Instagram? Yeah, the, the, that last series of you in that, that red leather jacket that I yeah. hope you're bringing home. It's I not mine. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it is not my jacket. But I, yeah, because I didn't recognize the jacket. I just didn't recognize you. You look so much older and you just look like, like a different person. Who are you? That makes me sad. What have you and done I was with like, our daughter? No, no it makes me no, sad I mean, because... I felt really pretty in that picture. And you're being like, it doesn't look like you. <laughs> no, you're absolutely gorgeous. You just looked, you looked older and more mature. And I was like, oh, wow, who's this person, friend of Maggie's? Because I was like, that's not Jenna. And then I went, oh, my God, that's Maggie. <laughs> But when I swiped to the second picture, then... It, it looked like you. But at first, I was like, oh, I like that jacket. And then, like, who is, who's this friend of Maggie's? Yeah, no, it is not I, my jacket. I might take it to Italy, though. We'll see. No, you shouldn't be taking other people's clothes out of the country, That's, honey. It's fine. <laughs> well, you know, this is going to be a very busy podcast because we've got a lot to cover. And next week, we will be in Italy, so there won't be a podcast. So I have a list of stories and topics and all kinds of stuff to get into, and I can't wait. So can we get started? Roll that intro music. Mags and Dads, wholesome chaos. Mags and Dads, wholesome chaos. So um, first off, Maggie, I'm sorry we're starting a little bit late. I, we were at the bank for hours today, <sighs> like three and a half hours And it would have, you know, we had, we had to straighten out some different accounts and change some things and all of that. But um, it would have gone a little bit quicker, except at one point, mom said, what's the holdup? And, and they thought she said, this is a holdup. <laughs> oh, you had after, me So after that, it got a little more complicated. And then. And, and uh, <laughs> but we are okay. You know, we, we were able to talk our, talk them down. We're all, everybody's okay. Uh, but no, banking is, <laughs> is not a happened. happy place. You could say that. It was happy for the first hour, then hour and a half, then mm, it got into but was it two. Really? And then we saw some neighbors, some old neighbors yeah, uh, right, right next to us. And I recognized a voice and I look over and I was like, oh, hey, Sue. And she's like, hey. And anyway, it was it was fun. We had a little uh, neighborhood reunion right there in the bank. Aww. Yeah. And they were in and out and we were still there. <laughs> But it was a complicated thing. Estate planning can be, you know, time consuming. You just got to get it right. You got to put in the work, man. It can be gotta time. Got to put in the work. It can be time consuming and boring. So let's not talk about it. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, that's it's so not, boring. That's not. I couldn't believe he brought it up, and then now I know why. It was because it's he was a joke. A I was making a joke. I know. He's, he's been practicing do, that one for hours. <laughs> I was. I, did, I was really nervous too. I didn't want to screw it up. Um, but what we're doing is we're trying to simplify our oh, planning we are so that when we die, it. it won't be complicated no, for you and Eddie. Let's so not talk about that, guys. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, these topics suck. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, anyway, so what's, what's better? Oh, all the metronomes are gone. We, we sent the metronomes. They went pretty quickly. There were a few yeah. people that, that wanted metronomes that we, we didn't have extras. And so I sent them emails and let them know. Uh, but the but the five metronomes that we signed together in in Atlanta went to Peyton, Jessica, Arvind, Emily, and Fernando. So yeah. they're not great metronomes, but they come with a with a great amount of affection and appreciation for your and listenership. My, my signature was not very great either. <laughs> we also they're black metronomes, and so we couldn't sign the metronomes with a black pen. Stephanie did tell me she thinks she did have a silver pen at the office. I knew it! But we couldn't find it at the time. So we signed the boxes. So They look really cool from a distance. I'll just say that. So that's why I gave up my metronome. Yeah. (laughs) I had claimed one. I donated it back. If you want to avoid the boring, basic, and bland gifts this year, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by sourcing the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties, your one and only, and it's not just stuff you can find anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers. So skip the gifts that scream last minute and find something truly original at UncommonGoods.com. So mom was on the website today and she was looking at some of the bath products. Yes, those those, uh, body scrubs. Um, I had gotten some as a gift and I finally used it this last weekend. I felt like I was at a spa. <laughs> the smells, the the texture of it, oh my God, it was heaven. So I definitely want more of that. Okay, and we got you covered. I, I, de- I highly recommend them. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting small artists and independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. Looking for a gift you won't have to worry about getting lost in the mail? Uncommon experiences are more than virtual classes. They're unexpected opportunities to have fun and connect in new ways from cooking to mixology classes, crafts, gardening, and much more. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com chaos. That's uncommongoods.com slash chaos for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. So the plan was when we got back from the bank to to take the dogs to the park on a walk because, you know, they were in the house a good bit today while we were at the bank. Uh, and that's been really important time for us is our walking time at the, at the park. Um, and, and, and then to get that done before dark, do the podcast and then go give blood. But I put the dogs, I got home, put the dogs in the car. Mom's still gone. Mom's still running some errands. Put the dogs in the car and I put my, and the key to the car was in the car with the dogs. And I go inside to get some different shoes. I come back out and Simon has locked the car. No. Like he pushed the, the lock button and locked himself in the car. And I'm sitting there going, 
what are we going to do now? Like, I guess we're not going to go to on our on our walk at the park. So. Yeah, and I had the other key in my pocket because I had taken them on a walk in the neighborhood earlier, and I got the leashes out of the car, so the key was the other key was in my pocket. So I kept trying to get him to repush the button. I'm like, Simon, come here. Come here, buddy. Here's a treat. While I'm on the phone. I'm like, here you go, buddy. Just climb up here. I know I don't normally want you to climb up here, but I do now. (laughs) Climb up here and just push that little button. You did it once. You could do it again, son. But I couldn't. So I had to wait for mom to get home. By then, it was pouring down rain. So actually, it would have been a really bad thing for us to be in the park walking in the rain. Not a bad thing. Just a different thing. But it reminded us of the time that we uh, locked the keys in the, yes. va- the van. I don't think it was running, though, was it? Uh, no. It, it, I, well, I don't think it I was I don't think running. it was running, but we were leaving Grandma's house. This was like, well, Eddie just turned 24, so it was almost 24 years ago. It was like oh, 22 wow. and a half. Yeah, he was a really little kid. He was kid. about a year and a half old. He wasn't even speaking yet. Uh, and so what happened was the car, the keys were locked in the car and this was a minivan. Like we've always had minivans in, in your life. Um, this one was, you know, the older models though, sometimes they had these, these, um, side flap like windows that opened kind of like back. fish gills in the back. And they open, only opened a little bit like a crack to vent out the air and you could open it and you could open the back and they were very convenient when you were going down the road and that, and those were open. But all the other windows were rolled up. And so we're like, well, what could we do? How could we get the, was there, pull what, it back? Was there anyone in the car? There no. was nobody in the car. Okay. But 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 you could open the windows, like you could pry them open, but it was nowhere big enough that a normal human could like, you know, an adult human could squeeze their, their way into the <gasps> car, which is I good. I remember this story. So about eight <laughs> inches or so, maybe. <laughs> so So some of us... Maybe my, Not me. Maybe me and my dad. I think Andy was there. Andy. I think it was Andy's idea. It was Andy's idea. It was like, <laughs> it was like you, could, you know, you could put, probably put Eddie through that hole and then, and then have him unlock the car from the inside. Which but, I thought was a joke. It, yeah. And we're, all, we're immediately like, this Not a is joke. a great idea. Of course, Eddie was sleeping at the time. Aww. He was asleep. Yes. And, and so we were like, okay, so we wake up Eddie and have, let's think this through. And and Chili is like, no, I do not want you to do this with the baby. Yeah, because he was like, he's not even speaking at this point. You know, he knows like mama, you know, that's that's about it. And, <laughs> but and he was very smart. He was he, very capable. He didn't even say anything as as they're explaining to him. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you in the window. And I'm thinking he's going to think you're you're punishing him or something. I don't know what he's going to think, but it's like and and they're like, we're going to put you in there and we want you to go to the front and unlock the window. Okay, first, do, do any of these words make sense to him? I don't think so. Well, I think, but here's and how we push the button first or of all, pull I, the button I, up. I want all our listeners to know it was not a hot day. There was no like danger. Oh, it was nighttime. It, it was, was like it was nighttime. Evening. It was cool out. It was a beautiful Georgia yeah. evening. And and what? Um, so what I said to him? Yeah, was he like, was had on a okay, coat. buddy, we really need your help. <laughs> we got a special mission for you. This is super exciting, and you're going to go on a little adventure. Like you're going to be the hero today, or something like that. I, you know, I kind of pumped him up. And so, and we we did convince mom. Like we at least let us try this. Of course, you know, <laughs> what we're going to do. And then the other worry was he would crawl in the car and go to go back to sleep. That's what no. I thought he would do. Yeah. And then I was like, no, that's not okay. You but, know. 
end of the story, like we opened it up, we got him in and lowered him down to the ground and he like, okay, Eddie, great. We're all cheering him on. Go this way, go this way. Yay, yay, yay. Now right here, up on the seat, up on the seat, push the button, push the button. And, and he pushed the button, unlocked the car and it was like, Eddie was the hero. He did and it super fast. It was less than a minute. Yeah, it, it was just immediately, but he never gave us any clue that he understood what the heck was going on. And then he yeah. went back to So that's to sleep. why I was so... <laughs> I was so panicked and it was like and well, he just like without a word he just as soon as he, they let go of him in the car he just went right up to the front and did what they said imagine he did yeah. like go into the car and just go back to sleep and then you have to call like the firefighters and they're like no, oh so how do you get locked in the AAA. car and you guys are like oh well he didn't oh, get locked no. in the car we, um, <laughs> the, the car was locked and he's you see we had this idea like, <laughs> like can you even imagine yeah. At that point, you're better no. off just lying. <laughs> At that point, we probably would have lied. But I tell you what, Eddie, Eddie always, like, he wouldn't say much, but he understood. And so this is absolutely true. When he was two years old, we taught him how to use the v- VCR. Because we knew that if we taught him how to use like it. That was like a DVD player. Kids, that's where you put in a VHS like, tape. It was like old Netflix. Yes. And, you, and so we taught him how to do that because we knew if he understood how it worked, he'd never just break it just trying to figure it out. And But we didn't think he was necessarily ready for the Blu-ray player because that was expensive, fancy stuff at the time. So no. when he was three, we taught him the Blu-ray player. And w- so whenever we had um, babysitters, you know how complicated everything became because you've got your you've got to choose different channels you've got to if you want yeah. different sources if you want the the blu-ray versus the cable versus the vcr and so when we'd have babysitters we'd say if you want to watch something ask eddie yeah. and they'd be like really ask the three-year-old we're like trust me he will get you wherever <laughs> you want to go oh, man. and it was true absolutely yeah <laughs> No. Meanwhile, Maggie just tackles her brother. That's a, <laughs> I'm taking you down, boy. <laughs> I was more a let's play Barbie's babysit girl. Yeah, with the babysitters. But you you played um, sword fighting with Eddie all the time. I have a picture of you in a princess dress sword fighting Eddie. Yeah, I was a big like, sword fighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so any highlights for you this week, Maggie? I went to a Spotify wrapped party, which, oh my gosh, Wait, mm-hmm. did I? I didn't talk about the premiere I went to. Because. No. Okay, okay. Yeah, I want to hear that story about two, you. Two things. The- Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Why would you say that? <laughs> Whoever's editing, cut out him <laughs> spoiling it. Um, but basically, I went to a premiere for this movie called Something from Tiffany's. It's a new Amazon Prime movie, um, Christmas movie, Zoe Deutsch. Um, Reese Witherspoon's company, uh, production company did it. Um, really, really good movie. So cute. So sweet. We were told to arrive from 530 to six so we could walk the carpet before the premiere. And me and my friend Sterling, we showed up, uh, at like 610 and we knew we were late, but we went up and we were like, do we still walk? Like what? And the people running it were like, yeah, 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 walk, come with us. And so they take you to like where you're going to walk the carpet and everything. And they hold us for a second because the reason they wanted us to walk from 530 to six was because after six, the cast started walking. Yeah. And so <laughs> we fully like walked the carpet with the cast, like 
Shay Mitchell went right before us. Like we were next to like Reese Witherspoon. Like it was like oh, <laughs> so awesome. But we were like, what are we doing here? Like this is so wrong. We. Did you wave and smile and like no, no? no it's off? it was so. I, I'm trying to get better at having my picture taken. I get nervous. It's really overwhelming. People are like yelling at you a bit, and like not necessarily like mean yelling, but just like very like. I don't, it's it's people yelling at you to do different things, um, and so I'm trying to get better at that. But yeah, it was really funny. I was waiting for Sterling to walk, and I was just like standing five feet from Reese Witherspoon, and I was like, "What the heck?" And then uh, one of the girls, they had like people um, waiting too. I guess I don't really know what for. Probably to like see the cool people who were there. <laughs> Um, and one of them like asked to take a picture with me. They were like, I love your videos. I was like, what the heck? You know who I am? Like, do you not see that Reese Witherspoon is right there? (laughs) Um, but yeah, her name was Jessica. She was very nice. Um, and then we went and we got to go see the movie and it was incredible. Um, I hadn't seen, I I called you guys after I said, I think you guys are really going to like this movie. Um, there's not a ton, a ton of really good Christmas movies. And I think this was a really good Christmas movie. Um, so that happened. Um, yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. And then like two days later was Spotify does a wrapped party every year. Um, last year it was epic. Gwen Stefani performed at it. It was so, so fun. And this year, Charlie XCX performed at it. Um, but they, they like, they did something different where the performance part of it was like everyone at the event and then like also just a concert. And so there was like general admission and like we we didn't even fit in the room like we were like 20 feet outside of the room like so sick um just because there were so many people there but that was really fun we when we first walked into the event we were we heard someone DJing and we were like who's DJing and we walked 10 feet and we saw it was Paris Hilton (laughs) oh wow Wow. that's amazing Just in in a little glitter dress um, with some like glitter headphones on, and oh, she kept saying a word. I forget what word she was saying. Um, I don't know. It was it was really interesting. And I asked my friend. I was like, "Do you think she's actually the one DJ like doing all the stuff?" And he said, "Absolutely Versus not." Like Ab- yeah. no, like <laughs> like it's a pre mixed track or whatever. Um, but that was a while. But it was and really the, her or yeah, or yeah, it was, was really it her. a lookalike? No, it was her. Oh, wow. Um, I kept making a joke that at the Apple Music um, wrapped party <laughs> that it was Perez Hilton um, who was DJing. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get Paris, so they got Perez. Um, I'm sure they get confused all the time. Oh, yeah. So, so similar. Um, no, but there was a Ferris wheel that we did. Um, there was this like spinny ride. There was this carnival game where you had to like shoot water and Jenna won, Matthew Nichols won, um, so many of my friends who were there won and I didn't win, but it's okay. What did they win? Water? A stuffed animal. (laughs) That's really cute. So honestly, I probably didn't need another stuffed animal, but all around it was a really, a really fun, sweet night. That sounds really, really cool. So Maggie's hanging out with Reese Witherspoon at premieres and going to Spotify parties. <laughs> no, no. I, on the other hand, 
had jury duty. Oh, yes. oh yes. Yes. I had jury duty last week and it was, you know what? I was so in the mindset that it was going to be a great experience. Um, and I was very different than last time. So I've been to jury duty a few times and I've been like trying to have the mind that I want to get out of it this time. I had already missed work that I had turned down speeches. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, look, I already blocked this week for this. So I'm going to go for it. I'm going to be a good citizen, open up my mind to like do this thing. And uh, I was really hoping that I got selected, which was very interesting to be in that crowd of people with that mindset, because there weren't very many people I could tell that were thinking that way about it. Like there wasn't a lot of competition, you know, <laughs> for eager, eager jurors. Um, and, and it was very different for me, too. Well, bottom line was I was there for a day and a half um, and I was like in a jury pool. We were placed in a jury room for the selection process. Mm -hmm. And it was a really complicated case. It was a criminal case, armed robbery. Wow. Um, It was going to go for it. Are you allowed to talk about this? I'm not going to say any other details, (laughs) but it was was going to go at least the full week and probably some of the next week. Um, But they didn't finish the jury selection because it settled. Like there was a plea deal or something like that. So, um, you know, I went home kind of bummed, but felt like, Hey, at least I, at least I tried, but I, at least I did my civic duty. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't even select me for jury duty. So that's okay. And I, if they did, you'd have to fly home. So that would be tricky. Well, no, remember when I, when I did fly home for jury duty and I posted a TikTok about it and so many people were like, well, yeah, in that outfit, they wouldn't have picked you. I was wearing like jeans and jeans and a hoodie and, or something, and like right? a tank top bodysuit and a hat. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> they were like, you were dressing so you wouldn't get picked. I was like, be quiet. That's no, no. I have limited yeah. clothes when I'm home. Yeah, yeah. you you can tell the people who don't want to get picked, and you know who are deliberately saying things that don't get them picked. Oh um, yeah, like. Um, well, never mind. I won't. I won't go into it. You won't out what I did that one time. No, it wasn't you. It was about about some other people, yeah. and the and the judge was like, "Sit down, you're in." <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's not like you could just answer a question and then you're immediately out of it. Like they they want to grill into your answers more and that type well, of thing. Well, I didn't and even get to that point. They didn't ask yeah, me one thing. We, they just said you can leave. <laughs> I didn't even get called in. I just kept getting the. Get a, uh, you're not needed today. Check back tomorrow. Check back tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, it was like, you're done for the week. Thank you for your time. So I didn't get a check. Maybe one day. Maybe one day I will get to go to jury duty. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But what I have been doing, of course, a lot of is walking the dogs. Um, That's been a really great experience always, like we talked about. You and Steven Tyler. Yeah. Walking the dogs. And ever since um, Thanksgiving, when my cousin Andrea kind of turned me on to this, I've been earthing. No. I've been earthing when I walk the dogs, which <laughs> which sounds like a fancy way. It's all it is is your fancy way to say you take your shoes off and you walk on the barefoot. Dirt. You walk barefoot through the woods. And, um, you know, I like it. I Dad, think it's pretty cool. It's a, what? It's a public park. What does that mean? It means it's weird. <laughs> well, I'm in the woods. It's not like people are even really seeing me. I have yet to see anybody who who noticed that I was. Oh like, no, had my Dad! Shoes they off. noticed. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you know, you know the theory, right? It's like 
It's like when you're barefoot and your skin you're more is touching the, to earth, the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And to the earth's magnetism and it's drawing toxins potentially out of your body. And I actually looked it up to tell people more about it. Um, and obviously, like, like, what could this hurt you? You know, it's, it's, oh, it it's, could hurt you. You could step on something glass. that could go yeah, into your foot, a that's rusty a nail, and bacteria. Right. <laughs> a Bodark, my sister stepped on a Bodark uh, needle when she was uh, a teenager and had to get on antibiotics because it got infected and it was really bad. Okay, well, forget I So things that can happen. Speaking, talk of, about the upside. speaking of the earth <laughs> and connecting to the earth. I heard about something yesterday. I think it's in July, like July 12th or something. People are okay. trying to organize everyone to jump at the same time on the earth. To see if we can <laughs> knock it off its axis? I don't think so. They called it like like man's <laughs> jump for joy, mankind's joy jump or something. I don't know. That's, That's hilarious. Sounds, that sounds kind of fun. Well, I you, do it. do that, do it barefoot because... Some of the other benefits of earthing, which is also known as grounding, get this. This I got this from the websites, so you know it's it's legit. Like three different <laughs> sites confirm this. Reduces fatigue and increases energy, reduces chronic pain, reduces inflammation, faster recovery from exercise. It can enhance and elevate your mood, unless you stop on a rock or in some dog poop. <laughs> it reduces blood pre- pressure, hypertension, supports your heart systems improves sleep and i i learned about this i heard about this from a couple different people most recently martin johnson philip's cousin Mm -hmm. who was a big proponent um and what it says is like you know grounding connects the body to the earth's natural field of subtle energy negatively charged subtle negatively charged free electrons and that neutralizes the free radicals which like are the unpaired electrons in your body but i kind of just like it because it feels good, it slows me down, and I feel in a, in a way more connected to the dogs because now I'm walking kind of more at their pace, and you know, we're all walking on our paws, which you is kind of nice. You could just stand in the backyard barefoot, not yes, go totally out can. in public. They even have like, <laughs> they even have ways that you could earth indoors. Like, they make products that give you the same it's way called to a drill. <laughs> you just drill down through your house to the ground. I'm not sure. I didn't look into that too much, but they probably sell you like a, a tub of dirt to stand. But does it have to be your feet? Maybe you're supposed to stand on your head. If you get like migraines and like, or just lay down, put just, your... <laughs> just lay in the grass. That sounds nice. Sounds good to me. <laughs> like the time Maggie took a nap in the yard while she was waiting to surprise you. Well, surprise us, and then oh, I saw. Oh yeah, him. when I when I flew <laughs> when home without home. telling anyone, that was so fun. That was yeah. You you were getting grounded, didn't even know it. That was brutal. <laughs> that was a little brutal. <laughs> yeah, I was so tired. <laughs> I'm sure it was a lot better in your head, but it was great for us. Yeah, we were so excited. I, I, I am becoming a little bit concerned with my pain tolerance. In a good way or bad way. Is concerned ever good? <laughs> well, concerned that your pain tolerance is decreasing and so you can only ha- handle less pain no, is I more ha- concerning than being able to handle more pain. I have a very high pain tolerance. Okay. Yeah, I, I and, used to. And I'm not ticklish. I 
doubt that seriously. No, no, I'm not ticklish. And here's the thing. I remember being ticklish when I was younger because I'd be like screaming from being tickled because I was like, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't like it. And now I think my body was just like, yeah, that sucks. Let's not be ticklish anymore. And you, you can't tickle me. I don't laugh. How about that? And oh man, <laughs> and it's, so, it's, how do you feel about that? Is well, it like yeah, yeah, I conquered tickling, or do you feel like you've lost something? Well, nostalgic? people think it's very weird. <laughs> people people they, are like, what do you well, mean? People you're probably not try ticklish. to want to try to prove you wrong. Yes, yeah, and, and then that's, that's annoying. That's not fun. Yeah, but. <laughs> I was talking with some friends the other day about this and we were talking about how to get someone to not tickle you. And we were saying like, just be really eager to be tickled. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go. No, 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 no. no. Like tickle me, tickle me, please. Like, like instantly no one wants to tickle you. (laughs) You're going to be creepy about it. I can still be very ticklish sometimes. Oh my gosh. You're dead. It's crazy. You're very ticklish. ticklish. Have you ever like, been in that mode where you're just like so ticklish that people can just like pretend to tickle you yes. oh, yeah. to touch you when when the kids are babies oh my god it's so fun it's like you don't even yeah you don't even touch it you just go over and they just giggle and die and just, just act like it's coming yeah it's oh coming. no 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 that's the, that's the most fun that was the best yeah i don't think i like being tickled either it's, well, it's I don't kind think of most annoying. people like being tickled <laughs> <laughs> no, little kids do when you're little. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing because you can tickle somebody and feel like they're enjoying it because they're laughing, but it's also like they're incapacitated yeah. and, and it could be very probably frightening. Yeah. So somebody. if somebody tries to rob you, you just start tickling them and then they're incapacitated. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like a good defense class. <laughs> Why do you laugh from being tickled? What is it about that? Like. Because any other time in your life, you laugh from things that are, like, funny. Yeah. I heard that one time ticklishness was a, being ticklish, it was also a defense mechanism. And you're ticklish on places of your body that would be vulnerable. So, like, you get tickled on your your belly and under your arms. And it's kind of like, instead of a, a pain response, the ticklish response is another way of you, like, shutting down that activity and, like, saying, this is, get away from this. But it's a way that's kind of like less detrimental to your psyche than being in pain. Hmm. But it still kind of comes from that same place of like, there's something there that you're, you're uncomfortable with. So maybe your lack of ticklishness is just kind of you know, more I'm comfort invincible. in your own body. Yeah, that too. <laughs> because but, you know, I like, have no You're more mature. You're more comfortable in yourself. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Who, who knows? Well, somebody knows. If you know, go out to wholesomechaos.com. And you can tell us in the comments or ask a question of your own. They're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maggie, um, Maggie's a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool, cool, cool. In other news, we had a party that was so much yes. fun. We had our Christmas party, which we've been planning for and looking forward to uh, at our new house with new neighbors, friends, family, old neighbors from our where we used to live. The Mackies from next door came. We had it catered with some killer Persian food. Uh, we did Christmas charades at the end of the night. <laughs> mm-hmm. I pre-written a bunch of Christmas charades. Our family's really big into charades. We like love it. Um, but it was just a big, yeah, group charades. Yeah, we didn't do like, periodically. The whole Whoever wanted to, to jump in and do people. one, it was just kind of a free for all. Yeah. Um, but it was it was so much fun, and we were like, even though we were the new neighbors in the neighborhood, we were 
introducing neighbors who had lived next to each other for years or yeah. across the street or whatever and had never met. And so it felt like really awesome to be that like connecting source for some of the neighbors in the hood. Yeah. And it was just fun. really I just got invited fun. to a girls night. Here? Yep, tomorrow night. Good for Are you, you. going to go? Are you going to go? I think so. I, I literally I saw it just before we started the podcast, so I haven't looked at the calendar. But look at you making yeah. friends. Yeah, so proud yeah. of you guys. I'm gonna go over and tickle everybody. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you go go tickle everyone and then go. Now me, now me. <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just see how well it goes for you. <laughs> so, like, um, I was curious while we were talking about that if animals giggle. What do you think? Do you think there's I, animals that giggle? I don't think so. Maybe I mean maybe some. I guess the closest thing to dogs is like when their foot gets in that spasm when you're scratching them. But yeah, it's not I like tickle that's, No, that's like no. a scratch. That's mm-hmm. like that's like that feels good. There are two animals known according to National Geographic that giggle. Really? Yeah. Can I guess? She's not even looking this up. She just knows this. Can I guess? Yeah, I guess. Yes. Um, monkeys, apes, yes, yeah, and um, uh-huh. I want to say like hyenas. I know that's so weird, but rats. <gasps> no, yes. Did you just look that up? I did not. Oh the my gosh, you guys giggle? guessed the two. I did rats not. Giggle. Yes, I did not rats think you guys play. would get that. Mm-hmm. Ain't that no way, rats so giggle. Rats are like mm-hmm. mice. Mice, rodents, giggle. Have you Maybe guys even squirrels if they're related? Have you yeah. guys seen the um, the video? It's it's circulated on TikTok a lot. Of I think it some people in charge of New York somewhere in the politics of New York were making a <laughs> an announcement, and they were like, "The rats are not going to like this announcement, but the rats don't run this city." We do. Because <laughs> it was like about how the rats were like being menaces, but it was said so seriously. And they're like, not going to giggle about this one. No. <laughs> but, but they don't run this city. But that's crazy that rats can literally like be a menace, like menaces to this city. And oh, while yeah. everyone's freaking out, like they're laughing at us. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they like heard that speech and they were like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It, it makes, I don't even want to say this, but it makes like scientific testing on rats more sad because, yeah. you know, that yeah. these guys could be having a really good time and now they're not. Well, they're the ones who like to, to test all the, the medications for pain. They're like, yeah, give me some of that, doc. What? I'll be your guinea pig. <laughs> when they, they <laughs> test new medications. They often test them on rats? I think so. Yeah. Well, what do I'm I know? gonna be testing some new medications. <laughs> nice. Next oh, month really? when I get LASIK. Are you gonna do it next month? You're not gonna put it off? No, it's on the. Ca- I, I I already scheduled it. Did I told you get you. my email? No. What did you yeah, email? We, we, you didn't get my email. We got some we, cautions that maybe you should we, wait longer because we, your eyes are gonna continue to change. Yeah. Somebody reached out with a very kind a comment uh, through the YouTube video and basically said. Maybe you should get some extra recommendations because in your 20s, like your eyes continue to change your whole life. So getting Lasix now, you're, you're gonna, definitely almost gonna definitely going to have to get it again at some point. And so... Not um, necessarily. The, the main shift that happens in your eyes is when you do reach like 40, 50, and that's when it's harder to see up close. So 
what age did you guys get RK? Your dad was, I was 24 and I was 28. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. It worked out pretty well for me, but then No, I but got, that's like the low end. Because they were because, saying like 25. But that's after, the shit. After 25. And so hypothetically, if I get this now, and it's not like my vision is crazy, crazy bad in would likely drastically decrease in these next few years. You know what I mean? Um, it's just a matter of fixing the small bit and they can always do touch-up surgeries. But um, hypothetically, the longer I have before that switch and it's harder for me to see close up would be better. Nice. Well, um, we support your decision either way and I trust your, you know, this came from a recommendation of good friends. and. Yeah, I, I, um, I feel good about the the people doing it. Um, I feel good about the people doing it. I just, I just would have looked more into um, age wise, age wise, because you know, twenty, your body's still doing stuff. You know, it's almost my half. You're probably going to get four inches taller. You're I probably going to know gonna, about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, after this, after the podcast today, we're going to watch our new show, which a lot of people have been into this for a while now. But we've been watching The Chosen. Have you been? Have you seen that? Any of that, Maggie? Um, I started the first episode. I did. I didn't watch it all. I want to watch it all because I've heard such good things about it. Of it, like very much changing the view of like how you look at Jesus from like being like kind of untouchable to like being your friend and like humanizing him a little bit. I've heard it's like right. really really cool for that. Yeah. Well, my um, my friend Glenna, who passed away. Few several weeks ago, um, we talked about her. She was just such an amazing woman and really devout, spiritual woman. And I learned a lot from her in that respect. Well, she loved this show, and it was like, well, if Glenna, who's like a Bible scholar who's been studying it all her life, like she's she's gonna endorse this thing. Then maybe we should watch it too. But it's just it's done at a really high professional level where it's really engaging and entertaining. And yes, like you get to see these characters that you've read about and heard about from Bible stories all your life. And then, but you identify with them in a different way. Um, even before you meet Jesus, so like, you know, you get to see all these other characters. I, it is, re- it's just so refreshing and it is so good and you're learning more. And, um, you know, for me, it's like, it's such a different feeling at the end of the night to watch something that fills you in that way. And mm-hmm. then something that's like disturbing or, like negative or just, you know, like any kind of other entertainment. I feel like we just have to be more careful, like with our psyches and how we, what we're putting in our minds, what we're putting in our bodies. Um, if we're going to be instruments of like of good in the world. So, so we're only going to watch Reese Witherspoon and, and Christmas the movies. And the <laughs> yeah. Or just, or just, you know, watch it, like be, be mindful of what you, of what you take in. Yeah. And like give yourself time to like process it. That's something I noticed Mm -hmm. with like, I really, I I liked House of the Dragon a lot. um, The Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Um, But you do have to be like, yes, this is incredible violence. And like take that into like consideration. Oh, yeah. Instead of like, because it gets to be very, very normal. Um, when it is like all you take in and obviously like if you saw that on the street you'd be like oh my gosh like no that's not normal that's not okay but just like um in your perception of what you're you're taking into your mind all the time um yes be mindful of it but like 
I totally get like watching like I'll watch a horror movie occasionally um, and I just kind of like have to like reap the consequences of that as I'm going to bed that night and like I want to keep the lights on a little longer I'm like yeah I did this Um, but (laughs) yeah Yeah, what you put into your mind it's a choice and it's kind of like what is like hold yourself to a high standard of like what is deserving to go into my mind at this point. Yeah. Like, do I want it to be something that's, cause I have friends who can, are totally fine with watching scary movies and it does not affect them. And that's great for me. I know it does affect me. And so just like being mm-hmm. conscious and like making that a deciding factor. Absolutely. Well, and I, and I don't know that it, it doesn't affect them. I, maybe it's, 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 it's affected them. Like you get numb to it at a certain point. And th- I was thinking about this this morning. Um, this idea tell me what you think about this idea but you know when you think about how you conduct yourself in the world and society in general like society is this thing we all create together it's like a cooperative enterprise and so we we play our part right and so we you know we do our part and and some people won't do their part and in that regard there's this contrast and it's you know it's your job to create the contrast and so you know, like take the role seriously and, and accommodate people, like do things that are pick up trash, you know, where others don't. And that's, you know, and, and it's not okay that others don't, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't either. It's like you create that contrast. Like you drive with some measure of care and respect for other people, even though people are cutting you off all the time, like obeying laws, following moral principles, like, you know, doing what's right. And, and I think the other mindset that kind of like ties into this piece with entertainment is this idea that, well, the world is just this way and we can sort of incorporate all of that into this new idea of society and then still be like, you know, kind of synthesize all that through who we are or like just call out and admonish like that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that, you know, and it's like, no, it's like just do what do more of what's right like activate the best mm-hmm. within you um and if you try to like incorporate all the negativity and just and still be good at good like you can't do that it changes you in some way like and, and so like it, it's it's harder but we need to choose more to create that contrast in life i mean does that make sense yeah cuz if you're just if your your focus is just to say all right, these people are bad and I hate this and I don't like that. You're just adding more negativity. But if you see something and you don't like that or whatever, add some goodness out there. Like to your point, like somebody, I read a post today, somebody had posted on next door saying, thank you to the gentleman who, who walks down this certain street that she lived on for picking up the trash in my front yard. So she sees this man who's always, you know, he he walks every morning, whatever. He saw somebody had thrown trash in her yard and he picked it up That's, and, yeah. and, you know, cleaned up the trash just because he was walking. It's not his job. It's not his yard, whatever. Yeah. Well, but, it's like... That was something I, I've, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Actually, go ahead. That was, no, no, that's, that's all I'm saying. Um, of the whole, like I, I've picked up, I, I tend to pick up trash when I see it mm-hmm. and it's because something like I was told years ago, I forget where or who, um, but, and then this ties into like faith, but it doesn't have to where it was like, this earth is a gift. Um, like we have dominion over it take care of it. Like 
<laughs> like y- the earth is like ours. Like take care of it. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. And so it's not and, somebody else's job. It's our job. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll see a piece of trash and be like, eh, do I want to pick it up? And then I'll like picture a little bird choking on it. And I'm like, I have to, mm. I have to save them. Yeah, so I saved exactly. all the birds. Actually, I did that. You're so good. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Well, and it's really, and, and I guess my point is, like, it's easy to get overwhelmed and say, it doesn't matter. There's so much. There's so much trash in the world. What difference does it even make if I pick up that one? Well, it makes a big difference because you're going to feel better, and so it makes a difference to you. You're like advocating for something you stand for and believe in, um, and and like someone might see you or might not see you, but it's like. You create the example, um, mm-hmm. and 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 there's more people doing good than than you think. I've you know I, I think the good definitely there's more good in the world than evil for sure. Evil's louder. Evil's noisier. It's louder. That's it. And, and, and people want to yell and scream about right. that, but people seldom yell and scream about good. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So be good in the world, my friends. And um, hey, we're going to, like I said, we're going to be in Italy next week. And so we can't shoot a podcast uh, for you. But but, but please yeah. um, reach out to us. We'd love to come back to a whole bunch of questions. And content on other socials will still be kicking. I'm very excited for Italy and for just a change mm-hmm. of, of scenery, cr- the creativity that will come. So stay tuned for all those fun adventures. Absolutely. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast and maybe tell a friend who might be interested in it so that they can be a part of it too. Um, but that's it for now, everybody. Have a great two weeks. Love you, Mags. Love you, Dad. Love you, Mom. Love you, too. And we love you, everyone. Take care. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye. Bye. So yesterday morning, Jenna and I went to the Levi's house um, in L.A. and they gave us, you know, like Levi's, like the brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Love they Levi's. gave us Jeez. some clothes <gasps> and they had someone there who was doing like custom embroidery. And so Jenna and I both had him embroider onto pants for us. And mine, you probably can't nice. see it super well, but it just says June, June. with a flower. Aww. Isn't Aww. that cute? That is very cute. So. Very cool. Is that in, in honor of your, your Nona June? It's or, or your middle, middle name? name is June. <laughs> well, now <laughs> I, I feel bad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so it was for my middle name, um, but now I feel like a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> No, it could be both. It could be both. (laughs) As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.